Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 42, and today we are going to be talking about flight pros. Before we get started, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook and Twitter and catch up on our latest videos packed full of information on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. Now, whether you've been a regular listener of the podcast or you've only listened to a few episodes, we'd really love to hear your feedback. Consider leaving a review for the podcast on iTunes. You can also leave a review on your iPhone or iPad if you are using Apple's podcasting app. We take your feedback seriously, so not only will it allow us to continue improving the podcast, but it will also help future listeners find this content as you rate us. So go out there and give us a review. We've got another great show for you today, and I'm really excited to welcome Joey Schmidt, who is the president and founder of Flight Pros. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Joey. To get started, I'd just like to learn a little bit more about you and your background and how you got involved in this industry. Uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, UAVs have uh, been part of my life for about six years now. Um, Don't have a direct way to get into the UAV space. I'm an elementary teacher by trade. But uh, I designed disc golf courses back in the day, and I wanted to show people the fairway fly-throughs just like you would on the Masters for a regular golf course. So I made my own drone six years ago and put a GoPro on it, and that's how I got into the UAV industry, and it helped solve that problem. I got some great video, and since it solved that problem, I knew it could help solve others. So as my piloting skills got better, and I learned more about the industry. That's how I kind of folded into the, into the UAS stuff. So, wow, yeah, that's not uh, not your standard way of getting into some sort of an industry or whatnot. That's kind of no. cool to hear that how you started out and doing the disc golf courses. And I mean, coming from elementary education, that's uh, not uh, not on the same level there. No. Not necessarily precision egg or UA. I didn't go to any courses to get it. This is all self-learned. So. Wow, that's great. So getting into it right away here, what is Flight Pros? Flight Pros is a drone services provider. So we fly drones for customers. Then we get the aerial imagery that the customer needs, the data that they need. We process it, edit it, and then we give it back to them in a format that they want. So we don't have, we don't sell drones or we don't make our own software, but we use existing software and hardware out there to complete jobs for customers. So you kind of mentioned it in your background of where this idea came from for Flight Pros. Kind of reiterate that or or go a little more in depth of how this idea started and where you're going with it today. So right away, it was just more of a hobby. And then it rolled into ideas. My dad's an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur and aspiring entrepreneur trying to get there. And uh, it just, the space became so dense with companies trying new ideas, new 
finding new solutions for problems. And that's part of my elementary education background is I love solving problems, just lots of different ideas out there and getting to a solution. So um, my skills just grew and grew and grew, and I became a pretty good pilot with hundreds of hours behind the, behind the sticks. And so in my dad's business, which is welding, and my father-in-law's business, which is agriculture, lots of different connections throughout the industries, and decided to take the jump um, about two and a half years ago, building a UAV portfolio, making maps, doing the videos and pictures. That was the first thing. But then understanding how to create maps and 3D models about two and a half years ago. And realizing the power that those data sets have with customers. At first, I didn't realize how powerful they were. But the information that they can provide is really uh, beneficial to those businesses, to farmers. And I couldn't believe, you know, kind of the return on investment that people were getting from UAV use. So that's, that was really the eureka moment for flight pros where people really could use this information and it could, the UAV could be used as such a great tool, you know, in the tool belt for a lot of customers and a lot of people out there solving real world problems. So that's, uh, how I got really invested in it then we started applying for the section 333 exemption that was in 2015 and it took 11 months to get that back and then uh, once we got that we were officially in business in march of 2016 Okay, so you talk about the Section 333 and, and whatnot. Let's go back that two and a half years ago, you're, you're going from a hobby, kind of flying for fun, doing that disc golf, disc golf fairway views, stuff like that. What does it take to get started with UAVs in business? Obviously, you have re- regulations that you have to follow with that 333. What does it take and how do you get started? Well, at the beginning, I had no idea what I was getting into. And I think it's important to realize that there are a lot of rules to follow and a lot of work to be done if you're going to be a drone services provider. And I think that's one thing. There's a misconception out there that if you have a drone, you can become a professional pilot. I think with a lot of work, that's possible. But I think you need to understand what the equipment can do and almost just as importantly, what it can't do, because I think there's a lot of limitations to what UAVs can and can't do out there. And then the regulations, obviously, they've been changing. The landscape of the FAA has been changing um, ever since I've been getting into this. They were changing way before in you know the early 2000s, but now it's rapidly changing, which is interesting for the FAA in general. And... Uh, the 333 started and you had to be an actual pilot to be able to fly commercially. Now the part 107 comes out and you need to take the part 107 test and and that allows you to fly commercially. But the part 107 test does not qualify you to be a drone pilot in my, in my opinion, it's a 63 question test. It's fairly simple. And there's just so much more to learn about each industry you're in whether it's construction or agriculture or real estate or insurance, 
there's so many nuances to each application of UAV. So I think you really have to be well-versed and an expert in one particular area when you go into UAVs. It's, it's hard to be a one-hat-fits-all kind of a situation. So, In our industry, obviously in agriculture and then being a part of the construction side too, what are you seeing as far as agriculture mapping? Do you are you getting a lot of a lot of customers coming in wanting you to fly stuff? What are they asking for and what are they wanting to see? Agriculture mapping, we've been part of it. We haven't had a huge hand in it. We last year I think we did about 25 flights for agriculture purposes. Uh, most of those flights were NDVI related, so getting different kinds of imagery other than just standard RGB and trying to understand plant health before the naked eye can see it. So we did some flights with NDSU and AgVaris um, with a with a SenseFlight EB, and that's what we did last year. And I think, you know, most most people are looking for that data that's really going to help them understand their crop and how to apply fertilizer, understand weeds in the field. And we don't have that knowledge in-house. That's one of the reasons that we aren't exactly in the egg space. We can fly and get all the imagery you want, but I think when it comes to actually deciphering the data, that's up to more of the RDOs, the, the specialists in those fields. So there's a lot, there's a lot, to understand with that information once it comes back. Yeah, you're exactly right there. There's a lot of interpretation and a lot of uh, understanding that goes into the the mapping of agriculture land, uh, talking the NDVI imagery and everything like that. You mentioned the EB, the SenseFly EB. Now that's one of the drones that we offer through RDO equipment. Uh, how how is that UAV working for you? Do you enjoy using it? Is it is it a, a product that you would recommend? We love it. No, it's awesome. It's uh, it travels extremely well. It's in a small little suitcase. We love that because some of the other fixed wings out there take up the back of a truck because you need a launcher and you need a big case and you need tons of battery chargers and everything's really nice and compact, which is really nice when you're traveling miles and miles to go to a site. And uh, it's also nice because it flies for about 35 to 40 minutes easy. Even in 20-mile-an-hour winds, that thing, it's a pound and a half, and it's a beast in the wind. So as long as you have the correct flight plan and know to how to acquire the images, the EB is a no-brainer. We use other aircraft too, but the fixed wing, um, the software that you use to program the flights is phenomenal compared to anything on the market that we've ever used. So just from starting the flight to in the air to completing the flight, geotagging the images, and then getting it into a processing package like Pix4D or uh, Agisoft PhotoScan or something like that or Drone Deploy, the process is very seamless. So that's something that we've really enjoyed. What has it been like working with RDO equipment with the SenseFly EB and having that Sense UAV dealership right in your backyard? It's sweet. Well, we went to Fergus Falls as an example. Uh, this was last year in the spring. And we had a failure 
on a wing due to our fault. And it came off and it had a whole puncture in it. So that day we were able to drive back to Moorhead, get a, a loner wing from RDL and get back on site that day. So just to have that level of support is huge. I know that there's phone calls from us. If anything is going on in the field, we can call, you know, RDO right in Montana or right in Moorhead, and they are experts at knowing how to troubleshoot. So we've been having great luck with that. So And also we rent GPS units every now and again from RDO, so it's kind of a one-stop shop for us. So it's been uh, it's been a good, great relationship. So I got to ask the question, is there anything super unique or crazy out there that you guys have used a UAV for in your business? Any different type of flight or, or mapping? Well, we've modeled trees and human beings with, with uh, UAVs, which is interesting. Uh, I don't know how much value it has in the real world. But because I started in disc golf, I've been flying in extremely tight spaces. So areas and trees that just might be big enough for the, for the drone, maybe not even big enough for the drone, but you just kind of go through it anyways. And so there's been a lot of close calls, a lot of uh, experimental flight in really tight areas. So it's been, um, there's a lot of uses for drones. And I think if you get well-versed and become an expert in one area, you can, you can use you can use drones in so many different ways and get so much different data from it. So I don't know. We've been really having a good time and learning. You're always learning. That's what I love about this industry is that everything's new still. We're all we're still learning what they can and can't do. And that's awesome to hear about where your business started from and where it's gotten to now, two and a half years later and, and even more. Where can our listeners go if they want to learn more about Flight Pros? They can go to flightprosnd.com. That's our website. Or we have a Facebook page as well, Flight Pros. Uh, have a YouTube channel out there in case people want to check out some videos and some work that we've done. Um, we're currently doing, we have our hand in a lot of things right now. We just completed a, a stockpile volume research study with NDSU and Houston Engineering. So... Uh, we're involved in the research side of things, so you might see our name in some white papers coming out shortly. And there's, we always try to self-check ourselves and make sure that we're given the right information. So hopefully Flight Pros will be in a slew of scholarly papers in the near future as well. What about for purchasing UAVs, whether it be the SenseFly EB or any of the other tools you use out there? What do you recommend for our listeners? So SenseFly EB, we've dealt strictly with RDO on that end of things. Experts in the field know what's going on. As far as the other, we have two fixed wings in our fleet. Then we have eight multi-rotors in our fleet. So we use almost strictly DJI. For the multi-rotors, the Phantom 4, the Matrice, uh, the Inspire 2 and Inspire 1 platforms, those are the ones that we've been using. So there's there's lots of different uses depending on what you need. Like In a, in a city, it's really nice to have a, a copter because you can go directly up, vertical takeoff, come directly down, not fly over people. But when you're l- talking about large swaths of land, the 
EB really makes sense. Well, I just want to thank you for coming in today, Joey. It was really neat to hear more about Flight Pros, the fact that you got got started flying disc golf courses. And thanks again for coming in, and hopefully we'll uh, get get a few more people out there for you so you can go out and fly. Great. Thank you for having me. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. That's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.